Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This is the Rich Eisen Show. Hour number three of the Rich Eisen Show is on the air. Great first couple of hours. We went all over the Odell Beckham Jr. free agency tour ourselves, or at least two-thirds of it, with Sean McDermott, head coach of the Buffalo Bills, and CeeDee Lamb of the Dallas Cowboys on the program. Warren Sapp joined us in hour number one um, and admitted uh, he left the uh, game last night when it was 16-3 New Orleans. That's when I texted him to have him come on so he could, you know, discuss what looked like another disappointing Bucks loss to the Saints. Instead, Tom Brady did his usual, and uh, Warren admitted he left the game. Can't do that. If you missed any of it, uh, we re-air right here on the Roku channel, channel 210, as soon as this hour is over. And there's our YouTube page, youtube.com slash Rich Eisen Show. I just saw, I had a very nice chat back in our green room with one of the stars of Tulsa King, Andrea Savage. We had Sly Stallone on a couple weeks ago on a Zoom. Andrea is here in person, and it will be all kinds of delightful. Um, we saw our, earlier on the program, uh, Morocco dispatched Spain in the knockout round on penalty kicks. And now Switzerland is taking on Portugal, who, uh, which has uh, benched Ronaldo, even though Ronaldo most likely had his eyebrows done just for the occasion. <laughs> and that's our soccer breakdown in three, two. Uh, joining us now on the program, though, is one of my favorites. Uh, I've gotten to know him, adore him as well, and couldn't be more excited for him. He's the new head coach of UAB football, and the Blazers are taking on Miami of Ohio in the Bahamas Bowl in a couple weeks. And uh, joining on the uh, on the Mercedes Benz Vans phone line is the new head coach of uh, Blazers football, Trent Dilfer. And, and Trent, we all want to spend a week in Bahamas, but uh, this is this is pretty radical way for you to get that week, don't you think, Trent? <laughs> right, Rich. Thanks for having me, man. Um, yeah, this has been a whirlwind. I was coaching high school football state championship yep. last Thursday, and now I'm on the road recruiting in Mobile, Alabama. So it's. it's it's been crazy. Life is amazing. So why uh, why take this opportunity, Trent? What do you got for me? Well, without giving you that long-winded deal for answer, uh, I was nice. with my wife about nine, about nine weeks ago, and I had all these ADs and presidents reach out, reach out to me, and they, they had the last couple years. And, and I looked at her and I said, you know what? I'm at peace. Uh, we have our grandson, just had a grandson. He's five months old. They live in Nashville. I love the boys, what we've built. we built one of the top ten football programs in the country at Lipscomb Academy coming out of the dust when they were the 3,000th ranked team, I think, when I took it over. Um, and I was just like, you know, let's do this. Let's do this for ten more years, and then we'll be grandparents and live at the lake. And she goes, you know what? Sounds really nice, except you were made for more than this. Mm. And it kind of 
shocked me. And she's like, you know what? I'm ready. We're empty nesters. We'll make this work. What you do is different. You know, you raise young men. You make them better people. You have a great staff. You love your coaches. And, you know, these kids are going to play great football because what you pour into their lives, just go do it at another level. And it kind of got me thinking. And right about that time, UAB really started pursuing me hard. Mark Ingram as an awesome AD. President Watts cares about excellence. Those were two things that I really was looking for if I ever made the move. And then a donor base that approved their worth. You know, this is a place that didn't have football. And Bill Clark and the donor base brought it back out of the dust and built a really nice program. And the donor base was part of that. So um, it just kind of started going down that road. Tried to keep it from my team and my community because I didn't want any distractions. It got leaked. Our kids handled it amazing most dominant state championship performance in the history of Tennessee, uh, middle Tennessee football. And uh, now we're just rolling. Now I'm doing what college football is about. Recruiting is everything. It is everything with capital D. And uh, I got the juice for it. And I'm hitting schools and meeting coaches and establishing relationships. And, you know, we're going to build a roster at UAB that has a bunch of NFL dudes on it. Well, in terms of that, too, uh, you know, you you, kind of mentioned the UAB history here where they – you know, came up with uh, a report on how to save money, and they followed the report saying cancel football. And for two years, there was no football, and football's back, and you referred to that. And the other aspect of it, you know, not to tell any tales at school, is, you know, University of Alabama, Birmingham. There's a University of Alabama, Tuscaloosa. A lot of people think the powers that be in that state tip the scales in, in that direction. Obviously, Nick has his own way to tip his own scales. But uh, how do you how, how do you deal with that when you're in? How do you tell people let's come here? Don't 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 go to Tuscaloosa. How do you do that? So one, I've had no experience with that, and I mean that. And that was definitely something that I had mentors tell me to ask about. Right. The board of trustees has been nothing but incredible uh, to the University of Alabama Birmingham. The Nick Saban piece is really interesting too. I've known Nick a long time. I have a great relationship with Nick. You know, Nick entrusted me with Tua. Uh, during his training for the draft and coming off the injury, I was in constant contact with him. Nick was one of the first people that called me uh, when I got this job. Nick Saban, you, people can think whatever they want about him, but that guy has nothing but class uh, and is a kingmaker. You know, he doesn't just uh, hide assets and try to do it for himself. He wants other people to be successful. So uh, Nick's been great to me. Um, listen, we're, <laughs> we know who the grand poopa is in the state of Alabama. Hmm. Right, but there are a lot of great football players in the state of Alabama, and there are a lot of great high school football coaches. Uh, and we plan on going and meeting them all and finding the ones that are going to make UAB a power. The college football playoff expands. We plan on being there, and I will yell that from the rooftops that we have two objectives right now in terms of the football build out. Now, human development is the number one thing, but from the football development. It is get to the college football playoff in two years and have a bunch of scouts at our practices saying those, you got 10, you got 12, you got 14, you got 16 NFL prospects. We're going to build this on players that have NFL traits, NFL intangibles, and can play the game at the highest level. Brother, I mean, football journeys are amazing. Yours is in particular as well. If I had told you that time where you showed up, you know, you're still playing, you're trying to figure out you want a, a job in television or not or whatever. If I told you, you know, not only would you have a successful career in television, but you'd get into coaching and you'd, 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 you'd be a college football coach as well as a championship high school football coach. You'd have said what to me on that night? You're crazy. You're crazy. Right. Like, I ran from coaching. I got offered management jobs out of the league. I got offered NFL 
position jobs. I've been offered coordinator jobs, offered head coaching. Like I didn't, I grew, I grew up the son of a coach. I saw what this profession can do to families, especially families with daughters. Mm. Um, what really got me thinking, having the three girls, was two things. Clyde Christensen. So Clyde Christensen is my football hero. Like of all my 42-year-old football life, my number one football hero is Clyde Christensen. Coach, obviously me in Tampa, we coached Peyton in, in uh, Indianapolis. Peyton raised Tommy's He's coaching Tom right now. Clyde Christensen is one of the few that did it right. Uh, he is an incredible husband, an incredible father to daughters. He has changed, helped shape the lives of so many men that, that were playing professional football, but they'll all say, yeah, he made me a better player, but he made me a better man. Um, he's turned down multiple coordinator and head jobs so he can invest in relationships with his quarterbacks in the, in the quarterback room. Uh, he just did it right. So I thought about him, and then my daughters, I was an empty nester. You know, and that's something my wife said. She was like, you know, we don't have them anymore. It's just me and you and the dogs. Hmm. Like, let's go. <laughs> and, you know, her juice were 50 years old. Now, she looks like she's 32, but I look like I'm 60. <laughs> we're 50 years old, and we got juice. I mean, I'm sitting here. I'm fired up. I'm getting ready to walk into a field house here and I hang up with you. And I'm going to go in there tingly. I'm a fire breather. Like, let's go. I want to meet you, coach. I want to establish a relationship with you. I want to talk to your players. I want to find the best ones. I'm making good men. I'm making them a great, not a good, a great football player. I mean, I'm getting fired up just talking to him. I've kind of juice since I was you know, doing Dilfer's Dimes on Monday night. Yeah. I jump out of my seat, and my, you know, I had fire coming out of my mouth. And that's how I feel. And that's what this program is going to be built on is this type of juice and energy. Yeah, I'm feel, I, feel the, I feel the same way just listening to you, Trent Dilfer, UAB Blazers' new head football coach here on the Rich Eisen Show. I, I know Again, I know you've got uh, a lot going on, and you're on the trail recruiting and meeting and making relationships, but did you catch Monday Night Football last night, Brady? I, I did. Listen, I didn't, and I heard the lead-in as I was waiting to talk yeah. to you. Yeah. I forgot it was Tuesday. <laughs> I, <laughs> like, well, let me tell you, listen, we play a – I'm going to do this in 36 seconds. Sure. State championship game Thursday morning. We dominate. I get in the, I go celebrate with my team, have a cheeseburger, jump in the car in Nat, uh, Chattanooga, Tennessee, drive to Birmingham, call every high school football coach I have the phone number on in the state of Alabama, congratulate the state championship winners, wake up Friday morning at 6 a.m. I'm in the war room. I'm watching our roster. I'm breaking down our roster. I'm creating our roster. Boom, recruits. we got to set the board. We're setting the board. I'm calling prospects. I'm establishing relationships with coaches. I do that. I don't go to bed. I get up. I don't even get up. I change clothes. Don't even shower. Sunday morning, back to Nashville. Got my high school banquet. Compliance allowed me to finish my banquet because it was a previously scheduled event. You know, those are my boys. That's my community. Nail that. Monday morning, I'm UAB's head football coach. I'm recruiting Nashville. I drive from Nashville to Mobile, seven hours. Get four hours of sleep, wake up this morning, and we're crushing high school recruiting in Mobile, one of the richest, talented places in the country. That's what I'm about these days, baby. I don't have time for the NFL anymore. <laughs> well, yeah. Look, stop me if you've heard <laughs> this one before, Trent Dilfer. Uh, the, the Saints were pulling a number on the Bucks and Tom Brady and the offense. Uh, they sh- show Brady on the sideline holding a tablet, screaming things that you can't, uh, if you read lips, say on television. Uh, and then at the last second, Brady put together two game-winning drives, including the latest touchdown pass he- to win a game he's ever had in his career to surpass Peyton Manning for most fourth-quarter comebacks in the history of the game. Stop me if you've heard that Not- story before. 
not shocked one bit. In fact, I was talking to a prospect today in Florida. He, I said, man, you weren't even born. I was playing for the Bucks, but this is all you need to know. Tom Brady's wearing my jersey. That's all I want you to think about. Is Tom Brady's wearing my jersey. I let him wear number 12. Good for you. Good for you. And I said, that's all you need to think about, son. You just think about that and think about being a Blazer, and we're good. <laughs> I love that. What a great recruiting line. Tom Brady's wearing my jersey. I let him do it. Fantastic. I got a better one for you. I got a better one for you. We're yeah. cleaning out my office Sunday. I got the Lombardi in my office up at Lipscomb Academy. I don't have anywhere to put it, so I throw it in the back of my truck. Come on. I, so, yeah, so it's in the back of my truck. I'm driving my truck. I'm in Mobile. I'm meeting with this coach this morning, and I freaking put the Lombardi on his desk so when the players come in, they get to see the Lombardi. Wow. <laughs> That's a flex, man. Yeah. That let's go. Yeah, let's Jim see. Harbaugh, Jim Harbaugh is my boy, but let's go head to head, Jim. Let's go, baby. Let's go get the player. <laughs> let's see Saban do that. Let's see Saban put a Lombardi on the on the desk, right? Come on, <laughs> let's roll. Let's um. roll. <laughs> All right. Well, while you're flexing, one last thing, then before you leave the NFL uh, world behind for for your UAB uh, coaching experience, uh, is this the Tua you were talking about all along that we're seeing right yeah. now, Trent? Yes. Yeah, I know, I know. I heard he had a sinker on Sunday. Obviously, I didn't see it. I was doing my thing. But listen, the kid's just special. You know, it's fun. You know, I just hired Alex Mortensen as my OC at UAB. Mm-hmm. Alex obviously recruited Tua, recruited Jalen, recruited Bryce, recruited Matt, trained them. Like, he's been the secret sauce of Alabama quarterbacks. And we were in the war room talking before I hit the road. And uh, we're just like, okay, we're going to have Tua. So what makes Tua special? And I stopped and I said, hey. There's one. <laughs> There's one Tua. Let's find guys that have traits like Tua. But Tua's got the stuff. He's incredibly accurate. He's all the things that now people are seeing. But bigger than that, imagine being Tua and what he's gone through and everybody turning on him on the narrative, and it only made him stronger. And that's the stuff that Tom Brady has. That's the stuff that Peyton Manning has. That's the stuff that Aaron Rodgers has. That's the stuff Jim Kelly has. That's the stuff that these Hall of Famers have. Is they got something inside of them that says, "You told me I can't wait and watch me do it." And obviously, it and helps to have it. It helps to have a coach who can unlock it too. What's McDaniel done? Do you think that other coaches prior didn't do with him? Found he he identified the magic dust and he reminded Tua. And it takes a special person to do this. Is I'm going to find the magic dust in you, yep. and I'm going to remind you daily that that dust is who you are. That magic is who you are, and I'm going to give you a system. I'm going to give you players where you can showcase that, but nobody believes you in you more than me. That's what my quarterbacks are going to hear. It's like, you're here for a reason. I could get any quarterback. There's not a portal quarterback I can't get right now. There's not a high school quarterback I can't get right now. Mm -hmm. I'm looking for the guy that has the stuff. And when I get that stuff, I'm going to make sure I remind him every single day, I chose you, and I believe in you. And you are going to have bad days. You're going to have stinkers. You're going to have throw interceptions. You're going to have rough roads. But that doesn't define you. Your stuff defines you. And I found that stuff. I'm going to remind you of that stuff. And you're going to be a first-round pick and win Super Bowls and go to Pro Bowls because that stuff is what's going to carry you. I love it. And the thing I love about Tua is he's getting more and more salty, too. You know, we're showing that side that I didn't know if he had. You know, like this is, this is him saying uh, after he, he threw a deep ball, um, you know, in a game 
uh, and also in practice after, you know, the deep ball he threw in practice once was uh, was thrown on Twitter for being too wobbly. That's what he had to say. Hold I don't on. know about you, but that looked like money. I love that, man. <laughs> I love it. I just love this. this can you counsel him if you speak to him to be more salty? I love the salty Tua. I love it. He's got it. He's got it in him. I remember when he was 17 and I called him out on his footwork. Mm-hmm. That's a great story. I called him out on his footwork and I called his dad, Nala, who's a good friend of mine. I called his dad. I'm like, what are you guys doing with his feet? Like, this is some garbage now. I'm like, Tua, you ain't going to be great like you should be until you fix this stuff. And I got a video. Every day I'd get a video from Nalo and Tua there in this park in Hawaii. Bat field, potholes in the field, see the palm trees in the back. And they're working NFL footwork, working it, working it, working it. So this was May when I saw him. I'm getting these videos until about right before July 4th, and we have the opening in Oregon, uh, which is the finals of the 11 in this big showcase. And he gets there, and his it looked like Kyle Shanahan had trained them, trained them. Like it had changed 180 degrees. And Tua goes, man, you know, as soon as you told me I couldn't, I just wanted to show you I could. I can do any footwork there is. Here it is. Mm. And I was like, oh, yeah, that, that's what I'm talking about. Love the kid's it. got a chip on his shoulder in the right way, and people keep criticizing him. He'll get a little more salty. I love it. I love it. Hey, Trent, I'm so happy for you. You know, not to maybe throw any cold water here, but you talked earlier about what you look like. You sure UAB didn't think they were hiring Hasselbeck instead of you? <laughs> you no, know, I – check- my opening – in the opening presser, they said, we thought you were a map, but Matt lost 30 pounds and you've gained 30 pounds. So, <laughs> there's a difference here not between Hasselback and me. He's actually fit and I'm fat. I lo- look at you, brother. You're great. You're great. I'm so happy for you. Uh, and when are you scheduling Dion? When is Colorado and UAB playing? When are we going to get that? I, but I don't do schedules, but, man, we'll play in a park. <laughs> I'll call Dion and say, listen, let's go find the park in Kansas. And we'll meet there, and we'll go Blazers versus Buffaloes in the park. I love it. And then me and him will go hobble out there with our torn Achilles and and chest bump. You're the best, Trent. I'm so happy for you. Um, I'll keep texting you and just saying hi and uh, best to your family, and I can't wait to watch this journey. Very much so. Hey, I'll come all the I'll, I'll come on all the time if we don't talk about NFL. Let's talk. I got you. Ball. We'll I got to, you. We'll talk some Wolverine football. Let's roll, baby. Okay, sounds good. Congratulations, Trent. Congrats. Thanks, brother. You got it. That's yeah. Trent Dill for everybody right here on the Rich Eisen Show. Love that guy. I think Trent. Come looks, on. I think Trent looks great. And so do I, because you look like him, and you look like a Hasselback. <laughs> you're like the you're like you're like the uh, the Billy Preston of Hasselback. I have no joke been getting that I looked like Dilfer and Hasselback since high school. I got it. All right, let's take a break. Let's take a break. The one, the only, the delightful Andrea Savage. I would not miss this if I were you. Do not tune out. Tune in. (laughs) It's going to be delightful. Tulsa Kings, Andrea Savage, coming up. It's that time of year, people. Spring has sprung, and that means spring cleaning, or at least The partner in your life is demanding that you do it. Whether that means stocking up on cleaning supplies or swapping out your winter clothes for new spring clothes, make sure you're using Ibotta and get real cash back with every purchase. Ibotta is a free app that gives you the most cash back every time you shop on hundreds of items from groceries to beauty supplies to toys. The average Ibotta user earns $256 per year. That could cover the cost of an entire shopping trip, that flight you've been eyeing, or the fancy dinner you've been craving. Join the over 50 million users and earn cash back every time you shop 
from over 2,700 brands and retailers. And right now, Ibotta is offering our listeners $5 for just trying Ibotta by using the code Eisen when you register. Just go to the App Store or Google Play Store and download the free Ibotta app to start earning cash back and use my code EISEN. That's I B O T T A in the Google Play or App Store and use my code Eisen. Let's talk game time. Boy, do we love using game time tickets at the Rich Eisen Show. And every single time I've been watching the basketball playoffs on TV, I've been wondering what it would be like to be at these games. And when you choose your tickets on game time, you can see the view from your seat where the court is, where you are in relation to it. And then the all-in prices, that's my favorite feature. The all-in prices makes sure that you see the lowest price guarantee and also know exactly how much everything costs costs all in before you purchase so all the guesswork is removed when you buy playoff tickets with game time download the game time app create an account and use my code rich for twenty dollars off your first purchase terms apply visit gametime.co for restrictions again create an account redeem my code r-i-c-h for twenty dollars off your first purchase download game time today last minute tickets lowest price guaranteed Andrea Savage here in studio. Just saw a clip of Tulsa King. How wild is it for you to be in scenes and working with Sylvester Stallone? Well, you know me. I come from comedy. So this has been like a real left turn. Suddenly I, you know, you have those like out of body moments where I'm sitting in Oklahoma, Mm -hmm. gazing at Sylvester Stallone (laughs) with a gun in my waistband going, (laughs) how did I get here? Um, It was awesome. It was great. Yeah. It, I mean, I, yeah. I, I could only imagine. I mean, when he came on, I asked him more about Rocky than Tulsa King, to be very honest with you. Did you ask him about me? <laughs> Can you check the transcript? Yeah, check the just tapes. Let me go back. Check the transcript. And, uh, it's just going to take a minute. Um, he we ref- have time. Oh, no, we did. Yeah, he, he, it was odd. He referred to you as Adrian, though. It was really strange. Oh, did he put yo in front of it? He did. <laughs> I get what's happening he here. He did. But he referred to me as Burgess. <laughs> Which really threw me. That, yeah, no. You know? Sometimes you have to slap him across the face and snap him out of it. You know what I mean? <laughs> it's like it's not 1976 anymore, Sly. Like, uh, But, you know, I had to be less aggressive. Smack. Yeah. Yeah. You know? You should, yeah. But I did ask him about it, like, a lot. Because, <laughs> By the I mean, way, this is, this he is loves him. to talk about Rocky. I, why wouldn't he, right? Why wouldn't he? It's an amazing movie. Although I do think I may have offended him because somebody uh, was wearing a sweatshirt mm-hmm. that was referring to the gym. Mm-hmm. from Rocky. Okay. I've seen Rocky once. I loved it, but I it was a long time ago. Sure. And he was like, oh, nice sweatshirt or whatever. And I was like, what's so great about that sweatshirt? Uh... And he goes, really? Seriously? <laughs> and I was like, oh, is this Rocky? I kind of immediately oh, knew. And I was like, oh, God. sorry. And he was like, ah. sorry. I yeah. would not want to be on the business end Mm-mm. of Sylvester Stallone looking at me with the words, really? Nope. Seriously? Yeah. Like that would... Uh, that would no. th- that'd throw me. It threw me. Yeah. By the way, the clip that we showed, yes. um, the scene right after that is the first time I ever met him. We'd never met until we got on set together. The the scene in which you were revolted by how old he is? No, God, thank God. <laughs> no, no, that was that was like the second date we'd ever worked. Um, and I was like, oh, I'm about to look at him and be like, you're how old? Ew. Um, no, where I walk up to him and I basically proposition him. And be like, hey, you want to go back to your hotel room? Mm-hmm. And we had never met until that moment. And I was I was like, what's about to happen? There was a tornado <laughs> warning in Oklahoma that morning. 
I was told to get in my bathtub and put a mattress over my head, which I didn't do. And wow. now I'm looking at Sylvester Sloan and, and, you know, having to like proposition. It was just wild. Well, it's a great show. It really Thank is. You. It's it's it, it obviously to be part of something. We're having Terrence Winter in coming in shortly. He's fantastic. In the ta- Taylor Sheridan oeuvre. I mean, that's what you want to be. You want to be involved in that right now. I I have to say, I'm really, I'm really excited. I wanted to do something very different than the show that you also star in, starred in called I'm, I'm Sorry, sorry. Yes. Um, Which is... and our our show that we started together. It was, it was our show. <laughs> it I was appreciate our show. you including me in yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh-huh. Well, the classic. Franchise. Careful, <laughs> careful, careful, careful. I yes. forget that we can't. I know. It's all right. Don't. Isn't there a delay or something? Um, we'll see. Now Probably. there. Now there will be in yeah. about five minutes. Three, okay. Can we yes. name it after me? Yes, we can. Can we? Can we get a delay the and call Andrea it the Savage Andrea Savage delay? The yeah. Six second delay. Um. Yes. That fa- fa- the fantastic. The Rich yes, That's right. There you, Rich go. there you go. Um. Which I hope you still get. Uh, by the way, uh, I do. Andrew Savage here on the Rich Eisen Show. Yes, I do. Uh, I'm sorry. The show, was that three seasons it was on? Or? Well, we were in the middle of shooting the third season when COVID everything hit. COVID hit. And then we got caught in a merger, blah, blah, blah. But it's still on HBO Max. It's a, a delightful show. Even though, um, in the same way, Curb Your Enthusiasm it's, is a delightful it's show. It's a similar. Okay, yes, similar. Where, yeah. And, and um, me being on it. And um, handing out as a gift uh, at children's birthday parties a goldfish. Mm-hmm. And you then uh, referred to me with that curse word the yes. rest of the episode. Everybody does. Um, I still, because they all died. I still all the get, fish. I still get, well, th- this is the funny thing, too. Um, oh, for those, well, I mean, it's a goldfish, Chris. I mean, they Terrible. all died. Terrible this, party again, favor for it, children. And this is, one of the, this is one of the things I loved about your show is that it, it, it it would be a problem for a parent, for a little kid to yeah. get as a party favor something that dies this and presents and pre- that did happen That's to what you. it was based on. Oh, yeah. No. Uh, when my daughter was, uh, it happened in preschool. Yes. They were, she was five. They all got goldfish. They all died. And now we were all stuck explaining death <laughs> to five-year-olds because of this godforsaken party favor. Would you rather them learn about death in preschool? Yes. Okay. <laughs> that, that, you, you should not. That answer back. Like you, your, your son is about to be three. He's going to be three. He doesn't have these questions yet. Oh, no. No, of course not. not. Would you like it to be front-loaded to you and Sarah earlier than you would ever want to because you took him to a birthday to party? To a birthday party? And they're like, here's this gift that will present to you a conversation you will have to have with your children about death and something that they will be attached to, yeah. you will flush down the toilet. Yes or no? No, okay, because correct. I'll probably yeah. just like get a new goldfish so he thinks it lives forever. Oh, well, that's good. That's a great way to get through life. <laughs> what are you going to do when their dog dies and then their grandma dies? Just keep getting new ones? Yes. <laughs> Look, actors need work. <laughs> Oh my gosh! So. What an answer! But I, I still get people, yes, tweet, tweeting at me oh. curse words because they see your show all the yeah. time. And, that makes me happy that people are still swearing at I'll you. Be, I'll, I don't know if I ever told you this. I think I did. Is that when you you invited me to come on the program? I'm like I'm all in, and then you send the script to me, mm-hmm. and I look through it to see how many scenes I have. I have just one, and I'm a little bit disappointed that it's mm-hmm. only one because I wanted to be in it more. Yeah. And then I see, however, that my name lives on in the most profane manner throughout the rest mm-hmm. of the script and i just nodded my head i'm like okay i get it 
This is great. This feels right. It did feel right. <laughs> you it, were so great in it. It, it was and so much I, fun. I loved it. It was super fun. And then had there been another season, I, I forwarded you an idea that 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 I thought would have been great. Yeah. That was born out of an experience at the school that That's our right. kids went to school together. That's right. Did I tell you this, Chris? Tell me how great of an idea this okay. would be. Okay. So our kids were in a school play together. And we were attending the school uh -huh. play together. And we're in the audience and the uh, teacher who's in charge of the school play asks all the parents of the kids in the play who are integral in helping the play work and make sure behind the scenes and volunteering, sure, sure, please sure. stand up so we can all give oh, a round of applause. I thought to myself, <laughs> what if I, who had nothing to do with it, stood up just to take <laughs> a victory <laughs> lap I did not deserve and put the other parents who did have the reason to stand up and wave in the position of having to call me out on it. Yeah. And Very I good. would be the goldfish uh, guy yeah. again, and you would have to call me out, and you would be outraged sitting there that I'm standing waving. By the way, my character would not have been outraged. My character would have loved it <laughs> and been like, this That's is true. genius. <laughs> Everyone else would have been outraged. I would have been like, of course. Why wouldn't you stand up and take a, you've done other good things, a right? A victory lap. A little that victory had lap. nothing to I do like with. It. I almost did it, by the way. I almost but stood you up. didn't. I didn't. Because Susie before. would have killed me. I think. <laughs> Susie would have murdered you. That is true. Uh, Andrea Savage here on the Rich Eisen Show. Uh, do you have anything in the sports world that interests you in any way, shape, or form? I'm a baseball on? fan, but it is not okay. this time of year. Okay. Um, I'm lightly following the World Cup. The World Cup. Okay. Uh, mostly because uh, there are a lot of countries I'd like to travel. I did just hear that Spain lost. They did. And I lived in Spain. Oh, oh my Spain gosh. Spain is like a special place in my heart, so I was not happy about that. So a little bit of you was, little, you felt slightly nationalistic yeah. when they lost? I, a little, uh, un poquito parte. Oh. Yeah. Wow. Not a big deal, guys. Look I speak you. Spanish. Wow. <laughs> What is, I don't even know what you said. A little uh, part. A little uh, part. Parte. A, little, a little part. Yeah. No, I did. I lived in Seville. I lived in Sevilla. Really? And I love Spain. And I was sad, but I also had a great trip to Morocco. So I was torn. Okay. <laughs> no, I really, my, my loyalty. Great trip, experience. Trivling, no. Um, mm -hmm. uh, I sort of look at it and go, which countries have I visited? And which okay. ones did I like? And which ones are still in? And a lot of great countries for traveling oh, to really? ours. Okay. But Very I know good. nothing really about neither, soccer. By the way, neither do we. No, nothing. Yeah. Neither do we. Um, put up a picture of Ronaldo. Um, so um, put wow. up a picture. Oh. Does he do his eyebrows? What do you think? Yes or no? First blush. Do them? Yeah. Does he Does he have, have a, them uh, done? I feel like they're lightly shaped, but I feel like there's definitely much more aggressive options that can be out there that doesn't shock me in some sort of oh no, whoa kidding i thought this no guy because i feel like if he was really grooming them there would be there's too much going on on the under part oh. there's some plucking oh. that needs to happen there really okay i mean he's an attractive man that's oh, not geez. i mean portugal just went up to nothing oh there you go without him oh How wow about that? that's yeah. got to be pretty yeah, disappointing um Okay. I've been to Portugal. Not a big deal. There we go. <laughs> this World Cup update brought to you by Tulsa King. <laughs> it drops weekly Sundays exclusively on, on Paramount Plus right here on the Rich Eisen Show with Andrea Savage. Um, so, uh, so Terry's coming? He's coming. Terrence Winter? What do I need to know? What do you think? He's a monster. Oh. Like, honestly. No, he's lovely. He's fantastic. Oh. <laughs> he is great. He's honestly the heartbeat behind this show. Okay. And he's who I actually knew, and he's the person 
who thought of me for this role. Okay. And brought me onto the show. He and I hung out in Oklahoma. We went to the Pigeon Museum together. The what? The American Pigeon Museum, which is located in Oklahoma City. Okay. So now. All right. Uh-huh. Yeah. Being from New York. Uh-huh. Um, I know what you're thinking. No, I mean, I've seen pigeons. <laughs> you yeah, haven't seen pigeons like these. Never looked at one and thought to myself, they should make a museum for these things. Well, you know what, Thelma? They're like I, flying rats. Aren't they flying rats? That's what you think. Wow. You don't know. That's the crap pigeons. There is a beautiful <laughs> other species of pigeons that are gorgeous. There's a and pigeon caste system? Is that what yes, you're saying? There's honing pigeons. There's racing pigeons. There's... And beautiful plumage in some of these pigeons. What the hell's happened to you? I've become a pigeon <laughs> fancier. That's okay. what they're called. They're called fanciers. <laughs> no, they're not. Yeah, they are. And Terry and I went, and they're people who love their pigeons in a deep, profound way, and they race them, and they love them. And we went, and we learned all about them, and we had a great time. So you know when you go on Google and you look up something, and it says yes. people also ask. Yes. Yeah. Okay, right? So I'm on the uh, the Pigeon Museum. Uh, <laughs> the Google, one in Oklahoma City. Google page, the one in Oklahoma City. Yes. It's closed right now. It opens at 1 o'clock oh, on good. Friday. Uh, By the way, it's only open for about six hours a week, and you have to yeah, really hit it. They make it really hard to get to. in. Are they serious? Yeah. Yeah, no it kidding. doesn't open until, again until Friday. Yeah, okay, so the, there you first, go. the first option. So they're having trouble staffing the Pigeon Museum? Uh, unclear. The okay. first, unclear what the issue is. The first is. option on the people also ask, what is the highest price paid for a pigeon? Any and? Guess, any guesses? You want to go around the horn here? To buy a pigeon. The highest price. You could just go to Washington Square in New York City. Ever paid for a pigeon? $30,000. Oh, geez. 45K. The world's most expensive pigeon is a Belgian racing bird Mm -hmm. worth $1.8 million. There is a Hall of Fame. (laughs) I'm not kidding. I'm not making this up. Of pigeon racers and their pigeons, it is on display at this museum. So, uh, is there uh, is there a, a, a conversation about pigeons on steroids that should be in the Hall of Fame that are not in the Probably. Hall of Fame? Something Do you like think that? people aren't doing some weird, shady stuff <laughs> the when they're racing these good. pigeons? It is a hot ticket, and people are serious about it. I feel like there should be like a Mike Tyson wing or something. Did you like know that, that yeah, pigeons, when they're flying, their heart rates are at six hundred beats per minute? And here I was going to ask you how you prepared for your role as an ATF agent and you're... I went to a pigeon museum. <laughs> That's how I prepared. Yeah. So should I ask Terrence Winter about the pigeon museum? You should because we had a lovely day. He will be thrilled to talk about the pigeon museum. He was a little skeptical when I brought it up to him and he agreed to go yes. and we had a lovely time. Fantastic. You're okay. welcome. I, I just can, set you up you with Terrence Winter. You certainly did. <laughs> Um, now I'm in the people also ask wormhole here. Has your daughter seen Step Brothers yet? <laughs> no. <laughs> At what age will she see Step Brothers? I don't know. You know what's interesting? She is... Xander, Xander started to watch it the other day, and oh, I watched boy. the first 40 minutes with him, and each passing minute got that much more uncomfortable for yeah. me. Like, because I forgot how profane and wrong that movie is. You know what? I've only seen the movie once. I saw it at the premiere, and that's all. That's it? I know. So I actually don't remember everything. I know. I know. I know. And people quoted at me all the time, and I don't know what they're talking about. (laughs) Are you serious? (laughs) I swear to God. And people do my own lines at me, and I'm like, I'm sorry, what? And they're like, sorry, you're in Step Brothers, right? And I'm like, uh-huh. And they're like, that was actually a lot. Oh, anyway. And it's awkward, and I should watch it. 
Well, no, I mean that's I, it, it, you'll for, you'll, you do remember how profane and and, and terribly wrong. Well, not really. My whole life is slightly profane <laughs> and wrong, so it all bleeds in together. You know, Rich. Oh my you know gosh! Me. Don't touch the drum set. That's all. Oh right, right. You remember that one? I do remember that. Okay, remember that one? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Don't touch it. Oh my! I gosh. remember the Catalina wine mixer. What, you know. What do you remember about being on the set of that though? I remember just Will and I sitting on set during, like, you know, it was a therapy soundstage, you know, <laughs> set, and we just improvised for hours. Really? Hours. I mean, we just went on and on and on, and then, you know, you see it, and you're like, oh, there's, like, two little quick things. Mm-hmm. But it was just so fun. It was all a bunch of friends, and it was just one of those, like, for a comedian person, like, dream set. Did when will you show it to your daughter? She's fourteen. You know what? I She's think the same it's, age it's as not that I have an issue showing it to her. She has no interest in seeing stuff I do. Really? Yeah, like that kind of thing. It may, she doesn't like seeing me on camera. It weirds her out. She's huh. like, I don't like seeing you being you, but not really you. Okay. Yeah. Huh. So I don't know. Take her to the pigeon museum and just cut <laughs> cut it by half right there. By the way, that's where we're spending Christmas. That's amazing. <laughs> Season two of Tulsa King is already been cleared because yes. when you see Tulsa King, you know it is a hit show. Sundays exclusively on Paramount Plus is when new episodes drop, as they say. Andrea Savage, thank you for coming here. Thank you. It's so nice to always, you guys. Always to have you here. And thank you for helping us break down soccer in a very appropriate way. You're welcome. That's the way we roll here. Because, you know, I mean, all we talk about is stuff like eyebrows getting done. Yep. And for Chris and I, uh, I, I don't understand how the hairstyles, the pomade, the, whatever yeah. they put in their hair. I mean, perfect. they're running around for move. 90 minutes. The part is perfect in minute 90 as it was in minute. A, it's a thick pomade. I didn't know. Yeah, it's like a wax. World Cup pomade, everybody. Oh, and there's, <laughs> there, and there's the there man. He oh, he's live right now. Those eyebrows are not done. You're saying those are not I done. I think maybe they're lightly done, but not, I mean, let's be honest. We've seen some eyebrows done in our lives. Okay. Those are not all right. upsetting. Uh, that's, that's, <laughs> by the way, that's an upset. That's more of an upset than that's I think. That's more Spain. of an upset than it's, Morocco, Spain. That's yeah. Exactly right. Morocco beating Spain is less of an upset than you confirming in your mind that uh, Ronaldo did not get his eyebrows done for the World Cup. I think he's naturally born that way. Paramount plus Tulsa King. Check it out. Twitter and Instagram at Andrea Savage here on the show. Anytime. Come back. Thank you. You bet. Back here on the Rich Eisen Show in a moment with the latest from the New York Jets front. I'm going to chime on on that in a sec. Let's talk sleep number, people, because quality sleep is so essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is dissolved for your ever-evolving sleep needs. And the same thing for your partner, so you can choose what's right for each of you whenever you like. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Quiets your snores or your partner's? Sleep Number does that. My Sleep Number setting is 60. My wife's is 70. Ten numbers apart, but it truly is the world of difference. The Sleep Number sleep that you get is unbelievable. You will love it. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now you could save 50%. That's 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Let's talk O'Reilly Auto Parts, people. Or as you might know from their jingle, O-O-O O'Reilly Auto Parts. They're in the business of keeping your car on the road. 
O'Reilly Auto Parts offers friendly, helpful service and the parts knowledge you need for all your maintenance and repairs because you know when you need your car fixed, you need somebody who knows what they're talking about and is helpful, has a smile on their face, and gets you back on the road. They've got thousands of parts and accessories in stock, either in-store or online, so you never have to worry if you're in a jam. The team at O'Reilly Auto Parts can test your battery for free in or out of your car. If it needs to be replaced, they'll help you just find the right battery for your vehicle. Need your windshield wipers replaced, a brake light fix, or a quick service? They'll help you find the right part or point you to the nearest local repair shop for help. Whether you're a car aficionado or an auto novice, you will find the employees at O'Reilly Auto Parts knowledgeable, helpful, and the best of all, friendly. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today or visit us at O'ReillyAuto.com slash Eisen. That's O'ReillyAuto.com slash Eisen. We're back here on the Rich Eisen Show to our radio uh, affiliates. We uh, we apologize for the f bomb, um, and uh, I, I you know it just we're, well, we're you got two I friends mean, talking. These things happen. She has so. a potty mouth. She, so. It's all Why good. Why do we have to apologize for that? Uh, because um, and there are some. There are yeah, no. There are there are some radio audiences that uh, and radio stations that uh, would appreciate it if we didn't do it. So I just want to pay respects to them. Uh, and we just also uh, uh, had a, showed the video from from. When Will Ferrell and John C. Riley were here together in Step Brothers and talking about how uh, he once uh, Will Ferrell, as Ron Burgundy, called a hockey game and insulted half the audience. <laughs> All right, uh, fun show, man! What a great fun show we've All had right, right here. Um, Robert Sala has made an announcement on his quarterbacks for the Buffalo Bills game two. You remember the last time the. Uh, the Jets took care of business in division against the Buffalo Bills. Zach Wilson was the quarterback in that one. And then he went up to New England and faced the Patriots, and we all know what happened there, and the Mike White era was born. Unless it's not an era. Unless it's still just temporary. And that was asked of Robert Sala, and he basically said there's still an intent to play Zach this season. And that won't happen this week, though. He will be quarterback number three for a third straight week. The reset continues. And the reset that the team and Robert Sala said he needed uh, would, would be aided by him not even preparing to be the number two quarterback. Emergency number three. So it's another hooded sweatshirt earbud day for Zach Wilson, the number two overall pick in the draft. It will be Mike White going for the Jets with Joe Flacco backing him up against the Buffalo Bills. What I said yesterday, I watched it back as I do when a video that uh, emanates from this show goes Ah. a bit viral viral, and um, did sound a bit harsh what I said. I said, I don't care if Zach Wilson doesn't start another game for the Jets ever. Yeah, Don't care. That's what you said. Don't take it back. You meant it. I'm not taking it back. I I did mean it. Okay, good. I did mean it. And I know it sounds harsh, and I just want to reiterate, it's because it's not like I think he's useless or I'm angry with him or I have something personal against him. Tough love. I'm saying that if Mike White continues to play the way that he is playing – you need to see if he can be the guy. 
and the fact that they can still make the playoffs even though they missed a, how many teams can miss on a number two overall pick quarterback and still make the playoffs or a top five quarterback and still miss the playoffs the answer i think is the san francisco 49ers not that they've missed on trey lance that is still an open question they haven't seen him play they haven't seen him play they they Not haven't applicable. they haven't needed him and Brock Purdy may be the latest quarterback to say that the 49ers may not need Trey Lance. And that is still something that they don't have to answer yet. And they also don't need to make a decision on Trey Lance at all because it's a moot point. He's not coming back this year. Zach Wilson, though, is a different ball of wax. The guy chosen one spot above Trey Lance because apparently the Niners didn't even bother to knock on the Jets door they knew that they were going to take Zach Wilson number two overall and they knew Trevor Lawrence was going number one overall so all they had to do is get the three and they get the quarterback that they wanted out of Justin Fields Mac Jones and Trey Lance and the quarterback there at this point in time they could see what they have in purdy or they can ride him and they have no choice but to do that the jets have a different story and you know just like in san francisco the coach and the general managers right and the same way i said in new york and so why does zach wilson have to be such a sacred cow if they can win with mike white that's my point and all i will do is reiterate here i don't even if mike white does one of those nine for 24 Two touch, two interception games. Like one, even if he does that against Buffalo, I still want to see him the next week against Detroit. That's what I, I, I. So to me, in the same way, to use a similar analogy, or it might be apples and oranges, that it didn't matter if TCU won or lost; they were still going to be three, as long as it was, you know, close. They were still going to make the playoffs, win or lose. Same thing for Michigan, same thing with Georgia. Win or lose, I want to see Mike White again. I want to see how he handles the adversity, the bounce back. If he does get his lunch handed to him, I want to see how he handles that. I think he's earned that already in the first two starts. And that Zach Wilson, I don't know, to be number, to be number three, that's, that's kind of curious to me. So he's really learning the hard knock life right now. You know, he's really learning that. Where he's got to sit back and watch. One last item to hit before we go. Chris. Rich. There's a report that the San Francisco Giants have chimed in on the front of a man who was wearing the Mike Evans jersey last night in Tampa, Florida. Correct. New York Yankee star. Aaron Judge, mm-hmm. who's from what? Uh, he's from uh, Fresno. 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 Which is not anywhere that's not like San Francisco. It's NorCal. It's, it's not Southern. It's Central California, but go for it. Go for it, Chris. Eh, what's, what's the. What's the uh, your- our good buddy John Heyman said the Giants are in with a big offer to Judge, believed to be 360 million neighborhood. No, oh, that's a- Assumption belief among rivals that the Yankees still remain the favorites. The Yankees are hopeful. But say they still don't know. Okay, so my two thoughts on that is, the, first of all, the uh, Jack Walsh line from the brilliant film Midnight Run. That's a, it's a very respectable neighborhood. Very, very respectable. Um, 
So 360, guess what? 360. Yankees go 361. Like Price is right. <laughs> okay. Like Price is right. <laughs> okay. 361. They can do it. They can do it. Yes. And, and you're already seeing the Yankees and whatever the hell Hal Steinbrenner is thinking, whatever the hell Cashman, who got a four-year contract, is doing, you're already seeing Verlander's getting his and, you know, uh, DeGrom got his and Trey Turner got his. You're, you, you're going to have to fork it over for this guy. You're going to have to. Oh, I already see they're trying to trade Josh Donaldson and all that, and Aaron Hicks, you think? Here's a problem, though, Rich, because the Padres reportedly uh, offered 342 to Trey Turner, and he turned it down. Yeah, no, because he wanted to go to the East Coast. So you're where, saying because that's where I'm, he's from. I got it. I'm just I'm just saying there's a precedent. Aaron Judge is now from New York, <laughs> and he also lives, by the way, in Tampa. That's why he was at the game last night. And you know where the Yankees Spring Training Complex is. Bottom bottom line is whatever narrative yeah. you're trying to cook up, the I Yankees know. can absolutely overcome right. with dollars and cents. Hey, I'm pulling for you. No, you're not. Because we're friends. No, you're not. <laughs> Didn't their fans boo They're him at that. the end of the whatever? The season? It was a it was a rough ending of the season, but we'll take him back. 